Have you got some equity sitting there in your own home and you've been wanting to use it for years but don't know how? I'm going to go into a heap of detail about what to do when we've got equity in our own home to use it for income producing assets. I'm John Pigeon and you're listening to My Millennial Daily. Okay, Johnny. This is a personal question because Sam, my husband and I, we have been in our house for probably six or seven years and we don't have any investments uh, and I would love to eventually do that. That would be our goal to buy an investment property at some point. What would be some of the first things we would need to consider? Like we haven't actively gotten advice. I do want to book a clarity call with you. So in the show notes, book a clarity call if you're like me. What should we do? Mm, well, first of all, Shell, very timely with this because I ran a webinar during the week on this exact topic because if we've owned property in Australia in the last five years or, or longer, generally speaking, we'll have some equity in our home. Now, what is equity, first of all? So equity is the difference between your value of your home and the loan of your home. So let's give a high-level example. I own a property that's valued at 500000 I owe 200,000 on it. So the equity is 300,000. Now the bank will say you can't use all 300 of that because that's too risky for us as a lender, but we'll lend you up to 80% of that figure. So let's do some maths, right? 500 times 80% is 400,000 minus our debt of 200 gives us $200,000 of equity. Now the bank also checks your serviceability. So yours and Sam's income and they check that against your expenses in your life and say, yep, we're happy to extract that 200K of equity out. You can then go and use that for whatever you want. You don't have to buy an investment property. You can go and buy a boat, right? which is a dangerous thing about equity. And one thing you need to remember is that that 200K is a loan. So you're paying back that loan as soon as you draw it down. And if it's not used as a, uh, for income producing assets like uh, investment properties, then it's a debt that you'll just carry for the next 30 years that you have to continue to pay back. So really critical that we understand what equity is first of all, and are you comfortable using it? Now, a good sophisticated mortgage broker will set that equity loan up correctly and have it separate to your owner-occupier loan. So there's no or minimal risk in respect to uh, you losing your principal place of residence because that's everyone's fear, isn't it? It's like we've built this palace. It's our it's our security blanket. It's it houses our kids and and this is our future for the next ten years. We don't want to go and stuff this up because we've gone and bought this property and we've got the finance structure wrong. Yeah, I think that's a really good point around the fear that can come with these big decisions because it's a huge decision. Like I think anyone making a call about a purchase of a home it can feel so risky. And I guess for me, I think that's where it comes back to seeking out advice mm. because this is the first time. And it's funny when you're buying a home, you don't do it all that often. It's like no. a huge, huge thing. So the fear can be so paralyzing of, oh, I don't know what to do. It feels like such a big thing. So I'm just going to sit on it. And we haven't even really got our property revalued in the last, I don't know, we've done a big reno. We haven't yeah. done any of that stuff. So would you recommend that we do that property valuation yeah. process? Yeah. So engage a mortgage broker, as I mentioned, a sophisticated one that deals with this every day because they are different from mortgage brokers that will just simply write 
owner-occupier loans. It needs to be strategic thinking about how we're going to map this out. And they should give you an understanding, or you should be giving them an understanding of what your long-term outcome is. Um, do you want this principal place of residence that you're in now for the next 10 years, or are you wanting to upgrade that as well? Because when we're, when we're investing, we need to be thinking about the next play after this first play that we're about to make. So it's like a, like a chessboard almost. <laughs> yeah, I realize I'm not playing chess at all. I'm just like <laughs> I'm just like sitting on it going, "Oh, I feel like I don't know what to do." Now, I want to ask you one more question, but we're going to go to a break and when we come back, we're going to hit you with my final big question about making these decisions. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. All right, so last question. If I think about my reference point, I have bought my principal place of residence, my home that I want to live in for the next 10 years because it's close to an awesome school that we love. We're close to our friends here. So we use all these decision-making like kind of markers to buy our home. What's different when we start looking for that investment property? Like what sort of things should we look at, which are obviously different to when we're buying our own home? Yeah, uh, that's a great question. I think the key is to be non-emotional, very different to buying your own home, as you mentioned. You don't have to live in it um, and, and look at and understand your risk profile. So are you happy to go and buy a property interstate? or three hours away or something that you, you're not going to drive past every day. So understanding risk profile, number one. Number two, take the emotion out of it. And, and number three, just understand what your strategy is going to be. So what's the price point and what's the yield or cash flow associated with that property? A lot of people have this idea in their head that going and buying a property is actually going to cost us money out of our life. So we won't be able to go out to that next dinner with friends. So that's actually false. If we get our strategy right, we can have the best of both worlds. Yeah, that's awesome. And I love that around taking the emotion out of it, which for me feels like a very different thing because when I was buying our house, it was all like, I love the place, I love the vibe, but it's obviously so different when you're getting your investment property. Hey, Johnny, thanks for hanging out. It's always good chatting to you. Uh, And likewise, Shell, thanks for the (laughs) great question. I'm John Pigeon, and you've been listening to My Millennial Daily. My Millennial Daily is produced by My Millennial Money, also available on Spotify. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.